Stu, or you want to mute all and then you want to have a, everybody mute all? Let me see. How do we do that? You, you, I think you mute all. I think. I do. Where is it? <laughs> I forget where it is. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Not funny, Walter. Mute yourself. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Hi. Uh, everybody, this is um, this is not. We want everybody to be aware that this is not an AA meeting. It's uh, one member's take of the exact nature of the wrong, as stated on page 64 of the Big Book, Alcoholics Anonymous. Paul holds five meetings each week. He was just talking about how they're going to be different next week, but uh, we're still everything's normal for this week, all the way up to Saturday, and. Um, I'm just going to, I picked a, a reading, picked a little reading, where is it? Just having too much fun, I didn't, I, I didn't stay uh, organized. It's on page 87 from the chap, chapter into action, really the, the very end, the last paragraph on this page, and I'm just going to read to the end of the chapter. As we go through the day, we pause when agitated or doubtful and ask for the right thought or action. We constantly remind ourselves we are no longer running the show, humbly saying to ourselves many times each day, thy will be done. We are then in much less danger of excitement, fear, anger, worry, self-pity, or foolish decisions. We become much more efficient. We do not tire so easily. We are not burning up energy foolishly as we did when we were trying to arrange life to suit ourselves. It works. It really does. I'm just going to stop there, Paul. Great. Thank you, Kathleen. You're welcome. Uh, hello, everyone. Happy to be here. Uh, As we go through the day, we pause. Now, a lot of people, I believe in AA, have the experience of pause. Because it's truly, it's, it's, uh, it's something that I don't remember that much before sobriety, but it's quite profound in sobriety or in recovery. So we pause when agitated. Could you imagine if you were the pause? So it wouldn't be an action you'd have to do when agitated. There would be pause and agitation, not I have to pause while agitated, but there would be a pause during agitation. Don't you see the efficiency of that? If that's the condition you're in now, that the selfing has paused in a way, all your faith and interest isn't in the selfing, it's somewhere else, let's say, in that unsuspected inner resource. So there's a pause available seemingly when agitation shows up. Yeah. Or doubtfulness shows up. When doubtfulness shows up, there's an underlying faith. Yeah. To me, this is the spiritual condition that we're brought to through the recovery program. So as we go through the day, we pause. 
Maybe could you imagine as we went through the day as as pause? <laughs> Even while agitated and doubtful, I would imagine the agitation and doubtful wouldn't lead to where it used to lead. Yeah. Into some insane actions that would set off a train of consequences that would bring us what we thought was misfortune. Yeah. That whole thing is averted with the pause. Now, the pause doesn't have to be an unusual phenomena. It could be a condition. The pause before thought, instead of the insanity that precedes the first thought, there's a pause that precedes the first thought. Yeah? So it would be more something that you are, not something that you do. And for me, that spirit, that's the spiritual condition. The spiritual condition is actually a pause before the first thought, yeah? And if the interest and attention is getting into the habit of being captured by the pause, not so much of it will go into the first thought, so it probably won't lead to the 12th thought, yeah? Which is, I'm at this counter buying the Royal Gate Vodka, yeah? So... We suffer, this is what the specific target of recovery is, is the insanity that precedes the first thought and having that replaced with a pause that precedes the first thought. Yeah? The pause would be the, the spirit's condition. The insanity would be the mental condition. When the spiritual condition is the unsuspected inner resource, the mental condition seems to be running the show. So we're apt to be insane uh, quite a lot. And that insanity could lead to the first drink. After 20 years, I've seen it happen with people. Yeah. And I don't mean on the outskirts sobriety. I mean, good sobriety, activity, writing books on codependency, all this shit, doing a lot of sponsoring. And yet that insanity preceded the first drink and the first drink occurred. Yeah. Now we're perhaps the better way is this living from this pause, which is something on that's not a thought. Yeah, obviously. So as we go through the day, we pause. Oh, I, I would love to have it as we go through the day as pause. <laughs> Agitation and this shit can come, but it's not going to leave a giant footprint on our life. Yeah, <laughs> it won't. You'll travel lighter through these possibilities. You know, the whole has a completely different meaning uh, when, than when you see it than when you're seeing everything from it. Yeah. The whole has a huge influence if you're in it. If you see it, you can avert it, yeah? You can walk around it, yeah? But if life is putting you in a hole and you're looking at everything from that hole, that hole has a huge influence in your experience, yeah? This is about, really, what is a recovery about? It's about staying on the operating table. Don't get up. And don't play doctor, because what's going to happen is you're going to have a new attitude and a new outlook, a new happiness and a new freedom. 
you're going to be living from a new basis. That basis of trusting the infinite would be felt as a fall, as a pause, not trusting the finite self, which is brewing up insanity after insanity. Yes. I do not believe when people drink after 20 years, they were led there, they were led there by truth. I believe they were led there through false evidence appearing to be truth. Yeah. So as we go through this, the day as pause, when agitated or doubtfulness and ask for the right thought or action, we continually remind ourselves. Could you imagine if you have something that reminds you continually instead of you continually reminding yourself? Maybe there's something that could remind you all day. Maybe as you really. What's with this? This is so much fucking work. If you see it in another way, I've got to constantly remind myself. Fuck. The head's already doing that. It's reminding me of I'm Paul all day. It's now going to juggle another ball. It's going to constantly remind itself. It's not going to do it. It's already got an agenda of constantly reminding us of Paul and Kathleen. It doesn't want to adopt another one, especially with the word constantly. It, is, it doesn't. So we constantly remind ourselves we, we are no longer... Who here has been has had a stretch of constantly reminding themselves? I maybe for three minutes. I mean, there's going to be a gap. I didn't walk by someone and say, oh, that person's constantly reminding themselves. I don't see it. You can have a sense of something that will be the reminder. The sense of head or self is already busy being remembered and reminded all day. That's a disease. Are you going to teach the disease a new trick? I don't think so. I don't. So we constantly remind ourselves we are no longer running the show. You can be convinced of that. You can. You can be convinced you're not managerial quality. Because the, prob the program works. It works to the point where there's got to be a, a hidden bias not to be convinced after a while. You know what I mean? So you can really see there's something that doesn't want to be convinced. Yeah? And thank God it's not us. So you can bypass that. Because trying to convince that which doesn't want to be convinced isn't going to work. But you can be convinced. Like it says, being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. I am in a state of being convinced of that. I am. So, humbly saying to ourselves, many times each day, yeah, in the beginning, you may have to do this, in the hope, I believe, if you stay in this program, thy will be done will be thy will is done. It's going to become a present tense condition, not a future hope. Yeah. Sometimes we're in the will of the lower power now, and we're praying thy will be done later, you know. But in effect, 
that later is going to become now for us if you stay in the program. And it's going to be thy will is done. It's going to be observational. It's not going to be a prayer. You're going to see that thy will is done. We've most of us already arrived there. You're in the state of thy will is done, and then you're praying because you believe the head that thy will be done. Just stop believing that shit and you'll recognize thy will is done. <laughs> it's obvious. So uh so as many times that we are then in much less danger of what is that excitement i can't read it's too dark here oh much more danger of excitement fear anger self-pity all that shit <laughs> mm -hmm. we become much more efficient yeah you travel lighter yeah mm -hmm. i mean if you're dealing with today and you ask whatever you meet has a certain weight, it's complete. And then you weigh yourself with that. If you're in the head, you got lead in your backpack. So every time you weigh yourself, you think it's because of this problem, it's you. You're heavied out. Yeah. You're heavied out about by carrying the past and the future all at once. We're like a pack mule yeah piled on and we keep on keeping on the pack mule could be a fucking slow so slow not because of its nature but because it's weighed down by this bondage of self yeah so Yeah, when we are trying to arrange life to suit ourselves. So their whole thing is, you know, you learn how to fit yourself around circumstances instead of trying to fit circumstances around you. Obviously, that's the opposite of that sentence, yes? This just comes about, yeah? Your head going, I'm going to fit myself around circumstances, is trying to fit the circumstances around the head. This is just something you observe happens to us. And their observations of what happened to them are very similar to our observation of what happens to us because we're being freed from the same thing called self. Yeah? So the liberation looks similar. Even though we're different seeming people, the liberation is from that thing called self. So it looks the same. So when they're describing the effects in 1939, it sounds like the effects I'm living in 2023. Yeah? I'm going to keep this. I like this reading. I can't see it now. It's too dark. It looks like it's going to rain in Northern Cal. <laughs> uh, I can't see it. But hey, it was beautiful reading, Kathleen. Thank you. Yeah. Thy will be done. Thy will is done. One is a prayer. The other is an observation. Yeah. 
Maybe it's time for you to observe that fact instead of pray, praying for a future fact. Maybe it's time to just see it. Maybe you're, maybe you've already read, maybe you're already in sobriety. You have recovered in a way. Yeah. Maybe the hopes to keep recovering could be a disservice. We had that beautiful example with one of the guys, I think it was Jono from the UK early on, where we were talking about the third step prayer as a present condition. And he was, you know, and he did that prayer every day. And then that day when he was listening to the meeting, he realized him, him uh, saying the third step prayer was denying the, the relevance of its present condition. He was already in that which he was hoping to get in through prayer. Yeah, this is what happens. It was a perfect example because time has us looking ahead and we're not seeing what's right now. Yes? We're just passing through to get somewhere fucking else. You know, each moment is sort of, oh, this is this is like a nuisance. It's like a, a rest stop I have to make, or I'm going somewhere else. Three o'clock, I'm going to be at the gym or whatever. There's always a looking for something that causes us to be blind to what's available now in a lot of cases. Yeah. So maybe you are in the act of being convinced of what? Self. Doing what? Manifesting in various ways. Concluding in what? Us being defeated. Yeah. If you're convinced of that, it's going to lead to not being defeated by self. It is. Yeah. And I'm humbly, humbly, it's like it happened this morning. I don't know if your head is mine, like mine. I feel it could be because it's mostly influenced by alcoholism and, and addiction. It was dominant, dominated by that. With that mental logic as my GPS, I could not. Entertain the possibility of being free from that which was defeating me because I was seemingly in the act of being identified as that which was defeating me. And until I saw that it was foreign, I would have still been caught in that aspect of self trying to get out of self. And the key was seeing it as foreign. I don't care if it is or it isn't, but for you or I to see it as foreign, yeah, allowed a possibility that I could be free from it. That's exactly how it fell. That's how it fell apart in me. Yeah. And that's what we're passing along here. So the first thing I did when I was sharing after those events was started calling alcoholism like a parasitical movement. Yeah. Because I wanted to try to communicate this sense of otherness, which was the opening. It was the gap that was needed for the possibility of being free from that, which was defeating me. 
by recognizing not me, but the head was in the act of being identified as it. And I was seemingly in the act of being identified as the head. Yeah. And that being in the act of being identified as the head, I was in the act of being identified as self. Yeah. I couldn't get out of it. I dreamt of being free as it. I just, I made a lot of effort as self to do it, but I was always stunted, always thwarted because of that one understanding I was missing. I was taking to, I was taking myself because of, I was listening to the head to be that which the head is all about, which is self. And I fell into that statement, self can't get out of self. It was a living theme of my life. Self can't get out of self. And in the pursuit of that, I ended up in a lot of places like rehabs and jails and hospitals. Yes? Never seeing what was going on until I did. And once I did see it, I've never not seen it. It's probably one of the most reliable downloads I've ever been under, really. It just had so much connective evidence, it was mind-boggling. It really was. And we come here to pass this away. It may work differently for you, but this is how that light was, that actually was captured, that an outside light came in and triggered the light inside, the unsuspected inner resource. Yeah. For a while, I thought I was doing it. Then I saw I wasn't doing it. Then I saw the mental state is mechanically doing it. Yeah. And there was great liberation in that. Great. I mean, great. And more gets revealed over the years. And I can, I re run into a lot of people and when I run into them is underlying, they still think they're doing it all in most cases. They really think they could have done something different. They're still under the delusion that if they only manage better or they live somewhere else or they married someone else or they were born with another family, they could have pulled it off, yeah? And this thing, can make a mile out of an inch. If you give the head an inch, you're gonna be on a long fucking journey. Yeah, you are. It plays with time and distance, it plays with it, yeah. It's like the spider's web, it catches you in it all the time. This is not volition, you did not choose to end up where you are. You were in the dilemma of powerlessness. You were at the effect of a huge power that was being mishandled and misdirected. And you thought you had that power to change it, but you were in the dilemma of powerlessness. You were at the effect of a huge power, but you were powerless, yes? You had given the power away to something and it was beating you with it, really. And we still live on the, the, like the, 
the smoke of that is still in our room. Like you walk into a house where people have been smoking for years, yeah? This, the place, it, the walls are drenched with it. There's a smell there. A lot of us still have this fucking, one of the links of the chain of the bondages, I did it all. I hope one day you can realize you did not do a lot of the shit that came through you. You were compelled, you were driven. Something imposed it on you. That attitude brings a lot of forgiveness. It does. Yeah, and while you're forgiving the world, there better be a little bit of that going back to you. Yeah? Yeah. So, hmm. it all comes about that. I mean, this is a way of life, but really what's going to illuminate it is the spirit. Yeah? And if you can see what you're not, it's really going to allow a lot of spirit into your life. It really is. You'll be flooded with it, really. Yeah. So I hope you're convinced that self is what has defeated you. Yeah. And not being us, there's a possibility of being free from it. And maybe just recognize that you're trying to be free as it and see it's not you that's doing that, yeah? The head plays your role. It plays the objective you and the subjective you. Both of them are not you. You are that which is before thought, yeah? You, you could be get best caused, uh, captured by pause, yeah? Like a pregnant moment. I feel that's what we are. Spirit doesn't have a shoe size or a shirt. It doesn't have qualities that we have or don't have. Yeah. Just brilliance of, of, uh, mm. yeah. So, but it lights powerful. If the head's directing it, man, look what it does. Yeah. Most people probably, if they have a dog, they probably envy the dog's freedom comparative to the way they feel bound. Can you imagine that? Wow. Mm. So yeah, great, great reading. I'm going to have to look at it when there's a lot more light in the room. <laughs> I, can't, I can't see it. I feel it though. So yeah, that's mm -hmm. the premise here. Uh, you know, you remember when you used to go to circuits, you know, uh, conventions, they're very cool. Mm -hmm. And they have some incredible circuit speakers that are so good and they really bring out emotions and stuff. But one of the things I didn't like, I never left with a new understanding about the dilemma. I laughed about it. I joked about it. It was funny, but I didn't get, I didn't walk out of the room with an understanding that would further something in my life. So right. I felt like I wanted to bring an understanding into it because it's good to have a laugh about the situation. Uh, but you'll have more laughs when you have an understanding of the situation. 
<laughs> you won't have to be entertained by a circus speaker. You'll end up be entertaining yourself a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Though I like circus speakers, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, Paul, thank you so much. I just wanted to comment about that in particular, how uh, reminded me of how grateful I am to go through this book with you and have your interpretation of word for word because I'm seeing things. I've been reading it for 23 years and I mean, I'm just so grateful. I just crossed out we and put as in my book, like, you know, that, that, that word constantly that you pointed out and it's just so, I just think it's such a gift, you know, that we have you to go through the big book with, you know, we hear our whole sobriety, like, don't, no, no changes in the big book. The first 164 pages stay exactly the same and nobody touched that. And like, what? Like, no, let's blow it up. Yeah. Like this, is, I don't know. I know that this is, um, this is just such a gift. That's what, that's what it comes, that comes to me. And, uh, another brand new newfound gratitude for Zen Bitch Slap and the fellowship. And thank you for having me here. Hey, you Anybody know, wants you, to, oh, you okay. can get a lot of meaning out of it and leave it a, com, the word completely intact. Yeah. That's the beauty yeah. of it. Yeah. They gave yeah. us words that have latent possibilities. They can trigger uh, many levels of seeing. It's awesome. Really, yeah. Not disputing awesome. one, and it's not a dispute of one by the other. It's all inclusive. Yeah, yeah. It's yes. like a story that we're like in spiritual kindergarten. It's like one of those old, old, old days where the every class was in the same like little schoolhouse. So kindergarten were with tenth graders. Yeah, mm -hmm. and they're yes. all learning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the beauty of it. There's no ahead of that. It's just different, but let's not straddle ourselves and fall into contempt prior to investigation. Like it, that was a warning in the book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. this cow has a lot of milk to give. Yeah. 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 And then what you do with the milk could be different than the other person does with the milk. Yeah. And I didn't mean any disrespect to the big book of alcoholics. Oh, I, know. I know. I don't either. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. I don't either. Honey. <laughs> but, but, uh, uh, yeah, there's set of reactions that you'll come ag across if you try to sort of give birth to a new idea. <laughs> you should now. You yeah. should now. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not making friends and win, winning people over, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. But great, thank would you. you thank would you, you like a question from Kathy L, Cleveland, Ohio? Yeah, anyone. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Thank you. I'm Kathy from Cleveland. I'm a recovered alcoholic. And I just, I thought I would share a friend of mine in Boston makes up these pause buttons. 
And the back says, and ask for the right thought or action. But what I got out of what you were saying today is that I don't, I don't want to, what does it say? We pause. I don't want to pause. I want to be the pause. Yes. I want to be the right thought or action. Well, be before the right thought or action. Okay. Who knows what the right or thought or action is? We basically have some basic guidelines, but you don't know. Some of the worst shit was the best thing that ever happened to me. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay, thanks. Yeah. But this is the capturing of it. Yes, honey. In one thing, you're still the main player. You're the doer. Yeah? Yeah. And then, then there's a shift that you are actually... You're not doing yourself into a condition. You're a condition already, yes? So instead of practicing the pause, you're the pause practicing other shit. It's a whole different feeling. It's a different, uh, I'm not, this is not another sophisticated way of managing, self-managing. It's a different way. In other words, instead of having, you know, uh, you have an attitude of gratitude. You're not grateful. It's not like you are doing gratefulness. You have an attitude of gratitude. Well, that's how you see things now, yeah? There's mm -hmm. been a change sufficient enough, yeah, on the level of a basis. And therefore, you doing into yourself into conditions and doing yourself out of conditions helpful at times isn't the new norm you're in another condition yeah the same you that was there when you were drinking is now the rehab you that's still doing everything when you're sober no it's different than that i hope we're getting that across. okay yeah so you captured it being the pause instead of whatever we think we are trying to pause yeah <laughs> Yeah. Usually when it reports, it's surprised by the pause, isn't it? Because the head got paused. <laughs> so when it turns back on, it's like, wait a minute. That was it. It tries to claim the pause quickly, but it had nothing to do with it. It interrupted. That's what the pause interrupted is the insanity. What's talking about I had the pause is the insanity, really. Yeah. 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 So uh, <laughs> yeah, it's trip. It's like if you are something, uh, it takes a lot of shit away from and all the pressure of trying to become it. Yeah. It's just a much uh, and there's not time and distance in it. You are it. Yeah. And th that has uh, like the idea of a higher power. If anyone asked me my idea over the years was, hey, it's always available at all times, right where, right where I am with no requirement to meet it. Yeah. I didn't come up with that when I first came in. That was through observation. Yeah. I said, what? And then I realized 
I don't want to have a higher power of my own understanding. That would be like putting it in a Zoom box here. Yeah, I want to have a higher power of its own understanding. And then it reveals its understanding to me. And humbly, I let it crash against my understanding. And hopefully my understanding gets reconfigured. Yes. Yeah, I don't try to, I don't try to fit that revelation into my understanding. I let it wash over my understanding and I that that's what gets changed, yeah? So yeah. I feel that's revelatory. I feel I'm not the main player and I like that direction for the rest of the whole program. I, yeah. I, I think yeah. I get that in that my understanding of a higher power has changed, yeah. but I didn't, I didn't change it. <laughs> No, you didn't. Exactly. That which loves to change shit, the floor underneath it is getting changed while it's looking up at the ceiling all day. Yeah. Uh -huh. It's going to be, the rug is going to be pulled out of that. It's still believing it's on solid ground ahead. All the while, the higher power is changing the whole fucking situation. And then it, you get these hits, like a strange vagueness that something's happening. <laughs> yeah. The rug is getting pulled out from the head. Yeah. The program of recovery. It's awesome. Yeah. That's why that unsuspected inner resource, you want it to stay unsuspected to the head. Yeah. So the unsuspected inner resource can go to keep its work going unimpeded by the nuisance of the head. Yeah. <laughs> the head just keeps thinking it's running the show. Great. Every, and it's just keeps every once in a while, it has a moment of, uh, of wonder where it goes. I've said to this guy to turn left and he's turned right all day. It's, it has, it still thinks it's in its power position, but it ain't, it's already been, it's already just a, a cosmetic, uh, figurehead. Yes. It's awesome. <laughs> Thank if you. it gets a smell of what's really going on, it's going to go, it's going to flip out completely. <laughs> yeah. It this way, it just gets drained out a drip at a time. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to realize this guy hasn't listened to me for years. <laughs> exactly. That's the habit of being sober. You're in the habit of being sober. You're in the habit of being the pause. Okay. So pause, the insanity that precedes the first drink, the first drink, then the need to stop drinking. Yeah. If you start, if you're gambling at the casino of the thoughts that are preceding the first drink and trying to change those thoughts, you may lose. Yeah. But if you're at the pause before the thoughts, then you have a much better chance that there's not, you're not going to start drinking and then there's going to be no need to stop drinking. Yeah. And all that shit that ensues. So basically the new basis isn't that your thought system has been restored to sanity. You have been restored to sanity concerning the thought system. I hope. <laughs> The thought system is still the flagship of K-Paul. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
it's still broadcasting the same theme. You know, like in America, they have conservative radio or whatever, and liberal radio, and maybe they have 30 different speakers, but the basic theme of all the shows is conservative, let's say, or liberal, yeah? So K-Paul may get different disc jockeys, but the theme's the same. <laughs> Supporting the premise of bondage of self, yes? W. Kathy here. I'm yeah, so we want to, before <laughs> W. Kathy and W. K. Paul is pause, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, and so pause allows the volume to go down on K. Paul because obviously the listener of, listener of K. Paul can't turn the volume down, yeah? But if you lose interest in the listener, the volume will go down on K. Paul, yeah? Yeah. That's what with this, that's the angle we're working here. We're yeah. actually believing we're the solution that's been uh, covered by the uh, problem, yes? A seemingly hopeless state of mind and body, not a hopeless state of mind and body, because there is an unsuspected inner resource and there's always been an unsuspected inner resource, yeah? So we just wanna drill down past the head and go there. And get and have life start pumping this up into the surface, yeah. Instead of this shit all day, yeah. It's working. I mean, there's a lot of people here that aren't fidgeting and fucking looking at their phone and going over tons of things. They're actually sitting here, observed, absorbed in this talk. They're holding the space. It's awesome. Yeah. That's a condition that probably wasn't readily available before and now is. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you, honey. Thank you. I remember the day you came in. I appreciate it. I'm happy. Uh, I'm happy it's working. Yeah. It takes a while. <laughs> it does. That's why uh, I don't make friends quickly. Yes. <laughs> it's usually, I can't, I don't know what the fuck this guy's saying. Well, yeah. Yeah. The funny thing is, I do. That's why I keep showing up. I don't care if, if I'm hurt or not. I believe it has, I'm compelled to put this out there. And I hope for the ones who have the years to hear, it's going to lead to traveling lighter. And I humbly believe that's inevitable, truly, if you hear it. Yeah. You're going to travel lighter. Yeah, you are. You're going to be more occupied in the pause than in the insanity that precedes the first string. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Instead of trying to rehab that space of the insanity that precedes the first string, I think there's a much uh, deeper solution if you fall back. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Thank Kathy. You. Anyone else? Yes. Danny from California. All right. Good morning, please. Danny. Good morning. Good afternoon, everyone. Hey, Paul. Thank you. I, um, yeah, self's favorite radio station, WIIFM, what's in it for me? And uh, that station is now on low. However, sometimes, um, in particular, mom, family, but mainly mom. I uh, pause completely goes out the door and it may be something 
usually it's something that's said that triggers a conditioned response, an unconscious response. And um, no matter what anyone says or does, they're not responsible for my response, but I react, react my past. I redo it. And afterwards, I'm like, I bust, I forgive, make amends. I feel that it's really disrupting that state of being because sometimes when I'm in that state, when I'm in the pause, just, you know, sensory perception, feeling my breathing, moment to moment, that's how I derive that pause. The slightest thing being said to me brings out that reaction. And, um, you know, I'm just about a little over two years. And I'm surprised that with my loved ones, it's the most difficult. And I was wondering if you've experienced this and how you can better prepare yourself. Yes. Well, first, remember, practice these principles in all your affairs. And if you can't, limit the affairs. So if it's okay, limit your contact with certain people for now. Yeah. If they trigger you, this is part of, uh, you know, when an operation is going on, there may be too much loss of blood. So they got to pump some blood in, but the operation continues. And so there you lay on the operating table says, practice these principles in all your affairs and we're adding. And if you can't right now limit your affairs. Yeah. There you go. That's one thing. And then this idea of uh, that knowledge, obviously the knowledge that you get triggered and everything wielded by self avails it nothing. It still gets triggered, right? So there's value right there. Obviously you have a very clear understanding of what happens, but it keeps happening. So there's absolutely, there's a lack of power there. So I would say self-knowledge avails you nothing. So self-knowledge avails you nothing. And therefore, you just turn it over. And uh, again, not wanting it to happen is could be that self-seeking and frightened. Yeah. So to me, uh, if I'm outmatched and I and I when in my years of sobriety. And if I could, I'd limit my affairs and then, you know, go back to fight another day. Yeah. So, and I'm not so damn important that everyone's going to miss me completely. <laughs> they're probably sort of happy in a way that they're not seeing me as much. <laughs> so you just limit your affairs and admit that you can't do it. Realize this fits into a, a revelation that self-knowledge avails you nothing because that's the condition it is. It's not availing you much. All this is uh, a lot of the bells that uh, are being rung that we get introduced to in AA. Just bring into that and let that those understandings deepen by the recognition of of in your own life. Yeah, it's beautiful, really. Uh, what you said revealed a lot. So. 
And of course, with familial or everything like that, there are so many different uh, threads in those webs. Just like most people, the person who wants another person the most to be sober, probably that person who's not sober isn't going to listen to them. Yeah. They're not usually going to get it from their loved ones because there's something already there. I run it. You can run, just check it with your boyfriend or girlfriend. You have an amazing thing come up. You tell them it's like, wah, 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 wah. You tell it to someone else. And that person tells them it's like, unbelievable. Did you hear 100%. what said Ted? Yeah, I told Ted, you know, so you have to see there's all these underlying conditions in your like, uh, deeply grooved relationships that uh, there's, there's going to be no passage. Yeah. Yeah. So you're outmatched there. So you just, you just admit that. And uh, maybe you can be nicer if you're like calling them on a phone or texting them or sending them a video, maybe not, maybe not just engaged on the, on the battlefield, you know, of underlying causes and conditions. That's my feeling. Yeah. And it's going to change over time. It is. As the operation continues, its effects are going to be very widely influential. You won't even know it, but it's got, they're going to uh, produce a traveling lighter through a lot of shit in your life. Yeah. Yeah. So just continue with the operation. Don't get up. Don't play doctor. And, uh, Limit your affairs. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of people, you know, they used to always say, hey, don't get in a relationship your first year. Of course, everyone attempts to or does. And they learn the hard way, hopefully, but they learn, you know. I'm with someone who's incapable of having a viable relationship. I'm incapable of having a viable relationship. What could I have expected? <laughs> other than what happened yeah you would you would like if you could have heard that and learned but sometimes the best teaching is in you know the the classroom of life you get your ass kicked it's you learn yeah hopefully <laughs> oh no you will eventually i hope yeah the hope the really the race is you know you're going to be done with a lot of shit before you're done, meaning die. So as long as you're alive, you got a good chance to be done with a lot of shit before the big done, which is passing away. Yeah. So I'm very happy that I was done with this shit two years before my mother passed away. It was very profound in my historical reconfiguring. Yeah. Because all my mother, all my mother wanted for me was to be happy and she knew that happiness for Paul was connected with sobriety. Yeah. If Paul isn't sober, he ain't going to be happy. So it was great that, uh, that gift was given on my end. And, uh, and, and my mother saw me a number of times sober and I'm hoping that went far in her end. Yeah. So yeah. Limit your affairs if you can. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't about like, uh, this is, to me, it isn't warriorism. It's disarming, yeah? If you recognize you're outmatched, fucking surrender. Yeah. 
What would that look like? I don't know. Maybe limit your affairs. Yeah. If someone triggers me every time I see them, maybe I don't want to see them every time. Yeah. Just, just fucking simple, you know? Yeah. I shouldn't be like, it doesn't matter. You are. Yeah. If there's a triggering, you're not really, but let's just say there's a triggering your head that I shouldn't be triggered. Doesn't fucking, it's all cries of powerlessness. Yeah. So just fucking tell the truth and limit your affairs if you can. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely creating that space, you know, codependency, um, talking every day on the phone versus limiting that because it's when yes, we, we yes, get in. I mean, yeah. Uh, Keep it simple. Just check in. Let you it don't be. have to look at the med when you're outmatched, it's not good to look at the metaphysics of the situation. Just admit you're outmatched. Yeah. And then, yeah, take it from there. It doesn't, okay. don't go into the metaphysical realms of what's going on because uh, you're getting your ass kicked on the consequential level. So just fucking get out of the <laughs> ring, so to speak. All right. I surrender. Boxing and what. But just get out of the ring. It's important. Yeah. Yeah. There's a simplicity and a common sense in living sobriety. There is. Yeah. You don't try to answer a pain in the foot by having your head in the stars. Yeah. You kneel down and look at this and take the, you know, the rock out of the shoe. Yes. Simple as that. You don't have to go into pontificating the fucking rock of whatever it just take the rock out of the shoe and just you'll start walk traveling lighter yeah that's my feeling about it all after all these years yeah thank you paul appreciate it yeah you're welcome i appreciate you and you're you're obviously seeing things and yet they're not responding like the head thinks okay I should be over this and you're not. And don't worry about that. That's, that's, uh, that's like a, a, cl a cleaning of the seeing of something. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's part of the operation really, literally. Yeah. There'll be a point where you won't have to see so clearly you'll travel lighter through stuff. Yeah. But Part of the process is you start seeing clearly that you're fucked, but you're still fucked. That's just part of it. Yeah, it's a little uncomfortable, but it's going to move to another stage of the operation for sure. Yes. Yes, definitely. And that thing that's responding with the knowledge is going to be weakened in the operation. Yeah, that holding on to knowledge as great value when it's really just uh irritating the powerlessness more that's going to be changed in the operation yeah you you as mike or the or the response called mike isn't going to be the same mike later on yeah yeah that which is wanting for something to change is going to change a lot yeah it's cool it's very cool just stay on the operating table Trust this process. Don't get up. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. 
there's phases. You can, uh, you know, after seeing a lot of people and working with them and seeing your own, you can have some kind of uh, faith in it because what we're recovering from is the same affliction. So it looks very similar when one person recovers than the other person because the, the individual people weren't the thing we're recovering from. We were recovering from this, this, this activity of selfing. So it looks quite similar. And so if you've been through 35 years of, oper of the operation, you can sort of see, oh, this part at two years is getting all worried. And that's going to be taken care of as the operation continues. Yeah. Yeah. The way you fit around things is going to be a lot different than how you're trying to fit around things now. Right. Yeah. It's not going to be so much of an embrace. It's going to be more like you're flowing with a current of water as another current of water. It's going to be different than you as this real solid thing, changing the way my posture so I can fit around things. You're going to be flowing with things. It won't even be like a fitting around. It'll be more of a flowing. Yeah. Rest assured, just stay on the operating table. Don't get up. Don't play doctor. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Danny. Thank you. Paul? Appreciate you, Kathleen. Thank you. Are you ready for another hand? Yes. Yep. Mary B is going to unmute. All right, Mary B. Well, um, thank you, Paul, and uh, thank you, Kathleen, for holding the, hosting the meeting. And thank you, Paul, I'm blown away. Absolutely. Um, uh, I could cry <laughs> because I know I'm not running the show anymore, you know, and uh, self-will run riot. I well, got let's cry right now, honey. Let's just take a <laughs> He's all let's stuck here. <laughs> pause. And if, if it brings tears, great. Let's just pause, everyone, if can. Yes, that which we yeah. wish for to be here is here. All those times, yeah? When we were out on that limb and there was nothing to hold on to, we got something to hold on to. It's awesome, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I just, just wanna say that I live in Ireland and my sponsor lives in England in UK and I've been on with her <clears throat> for the first eight years. I. I was never, I had a sponsor the first day I went to AA, uh, which was total miracle. And um, she went, I wasn't taking two step 10. I, I got as far as step four, but then my second sponsor, she took me to step 10, 11, 12. And I know sponsor girls and some boys as well. And the difference, she has even said it to me, the difference in me, because I'm not running the show is, um, 100% different than the way I was. But I loved what you said, that, that carrying that weight is so heavy to carry myself around. And um, 
the burden is so great that nobody would have wanted me in their lives really, you know. Today, my family are back in my life, my children, my grandchildren. It's a whole new, I have a dog, you know. Um, and you said about the dog, he's teaching me. I'm being taught all the time, you know. Um, I spent a whole weekend with myself and my new dog, you know, uh, swimming in the lake and just doing the next indicated action, just being present with my higher power, with God, whatever God is, not particularly religious, but just being with self out of the way, thy will be done all through the day, turning, asking, and taking direction, the next indicated action. And that's, that's the way I'm intending to live my life now. And with that happening, miracles have been happening in my life and, and have been shown and grown. And um, but it was just I, I run I, I ran myself into the ground and everybody else around me. People ran away from me instead of to me. Now people come to me to my house to do to do the big book, <laughs> you know. And it's it's God between me and the big book and them. My candles lighting, um, and they they come to me. I'm not out trying to people please, trying to search and look after people and nurse them and. You know, um, it's it's different. My whole life is different and changed. So I don't know. This came up on my Facebook. So I said, I'd, I'd tune in today and here it is. Like, you know, exactly what we were talking about an hour ago, my, my sponsor. So it's just so lovely to see all you, you know, and uh, thanks for having me. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Mary B. Thanks for that share. And come on back when you can. <laughs> well, yeah. Thank you. And we got Hallie, I think, next day. Eh? Very hey, Paul. Very Hi. Hey, Hallie. Hi. Um, I have a quick question about uh, limiting the affairs. And um, I have a, a good friend who I haven't been in touch with. Sorry, I'm out of breath. <laughs> I've been doing my deck. Um, I got, I fell out of touch with her before I stopped drinking and that's been about four months now. And I thought I could um, little by little be in touch, but it turned out the thought, I think there's a lot of resentment, right? So I think I'm gonna work with that. Like my body flares up. I get so angry when I think about her in particular and our friendship and a lot of what the friendship was about the past year or so, which is pretty much staying up late, drinking on the, drinking and talking on the phone. And it was confusing because I was so mad and I didn't understand why I was so upset. And um, she's been upset with me for not being in touch. Anyway, she's, she has cancer, right? She just got diagnosed with cancer. And now it's like she needs me or feels like she needs me now more than ever and I've known about this for months and it's this push and pull like I I my body reacts when I think about being in touch I'm angry at her I'm really angry myself included and I don't know how to communicate with this this with her she's made it very clear that her and her wife um, that I'm kind of an awful friend and these texts come in at one in the morning after I know there has been drinking and all the emotions are running wild. And I don't know how 
to respond. The first thing I get defensive because I, this is, it feels painful to not be there for her, but I can't sit through the triggers and I can't sit through it either. So I thought just to be honest and say, Hey, I can't, you know, I, I did, maybe I do have to sit this one out. She said, I have to, maybe we should sit this one out. If you can't be present, this is the scariest time in my life. Maybe we can touch base if I'm not dead, you know? So that there's like, it's intense. So um, the limiting of affairs, I feel clear that, okay, I'm just gonna be that like seemingly awful friend to abandon the best friend during cancer. You know, I don't know, but All it's- right, um, Can I jump in a sec? So yeah, please. I would, you have a sponsor? No, I don't have a sponsor. Oh, see, I would take advantage of someone, somebody here then today. Yeah. Yeah, because okay. it doesn't have to be that black or white. It's like, yeah. you're not going to abandon her. And maybe if she lives, you know, it doesn't. Well, happen. these are her, like, these are her 1 yeah. a.m. texts. That's her reaction. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. This is a volatile uh, situation and you need some guidance of like, yeah. You know, this is like walking down the sidewalk and not stepping in the shit. It's not a, you know, people have been in something like this. A lot of the women here, and I'm sure they would be a wealth of information. Like, you know, calm down, let's start it. And then, you know, doing a couple simple little things. Yeah. 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 And uh, I think it would, to do it now, I'd have it would be better if you could talk with some other people or me, you know, after the talk, and then it would be more of a a different type yeah. of suggestion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And okay. again, you could also, when you have re my feeling, there's always other options where you could, if you're going to have a contact with her like physically you'd be with other people there. Yeah, not just her and you. Yeah, there's a lot of things that it can go. So it's not like I can never see her or I'm gonna be overwhelmed by seeing her or too much. Yeah, there's gonna be some, a lot of different landings. Yeah, which is hard to yeah. do with this talk right now. Yeah, yeah. But would, yeah. Uh, and then it's a beautiful thing to maybe work with someone to do an inventory on that resentment you were speaking about, about her. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. there's a bounce back of resentment about you of not being willing to show up for your friend dying of cancer. Your head will have a field day with that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I would have just do an inventory for a column and share that with somebody because see the beautiful thing about AA's process it produces a solution and it's not yours. Yeah. Oh. Not what your head would come up with. So I would do an inventory, just write it down, her name. I resent her and then don't have to put all the reasons just because she seems to uh, override me in this relationship. And then look at how, what it's affecting in your agenda for well-being, you know, and then your role in things, which is just asking four questions. Where am I or was I selfish, self-seeking, frightening, considerate, and dishonest? Just do that four-column inventory. 
share it with the woman you're going to speak with and uh, move from there. Yeah. So you, 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 you do the AA thing with this inventory and then be willing to take some suggestions and see where the guidance uh, takes you. And it will be a day-to-day -day affair. Yeah. I don't think it has to be, I'm on the cliff or off the cliff. You know, it's, I think it's, yeah. Yeah. So that's my suggestion. So what you said has a lot of, there's a lot of manure that could grow different things. Yeah. So you want to, you want to seed it with recovery, not with the self-centeredness. Yeah. Because it's going to grow a lot of stuff. So uh, I would stay out. If some of, if some women are willing here to be of help, can they just use the chat? I don't know how to do it. And then maybe Hallie just maybe talk to them live. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like have a phone call with them or something and just let's take it and you'll see you can face life successfully. Yeah. And this is an aspect of life. It's actually an archetypical thing. And you'll see how, uh, I mean, it's, it's in a way it's a gold mine because there's so much there that can be revealed. Yeah. Yeah. If you can wear a couple of glasses, not just see it from self-centeredness, but see it from other people's view and stuff. Yeah. So that's what I would suggest uh, at this moment. And you can get my phone number too, but I think it would be better with a, a woman. And uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, is that all right? Yes, give me a, a thumbs Hall, up. Hallie, you're mute. Hallie, you're muted. Okay. So Thank my, you, Paul. Just, my suggestion is just to do an inventory. If you don't know how to, ask one of the, the ladies and just uh, and then read it off to them. Yeah. See your role in things before you get so much into her role in things. And then take it from there. And uh, uh, yeah, I mean... Uh, like in AA, they have a simple thing. So AA, you go on a 12-step call, some active alcoholic, but they always would suggest go with another person, yes? Because the one and one dynamic can be fucked up. So if you have two people there, yeah? And I remember I had this this girlfriend that I met my first year, my my uh fairy princess in AA. I had six months. She had three months. She went out after 20 years and eight years went in and out, ended up killing herself. At near the end, she had me come over and I, I was thinking I could handle it, but it would have probably been better if I would have went with another person because she was really trying to pull out the emotions and the alcoholism was playing every fucking golden oldie it could. And I remember emotionally, I was shook up when I got home. I mean, there was a lot going on. So yeah, just uh, I would start with the inventory, write down the resentment towards her and share it with someone here and then see where that takes you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks to everyone who wrote in the chat. 
Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's great. And thank you, honey, for that, you know. Yeah. Coming here and sharing. This is how instead of relying on us, we can rely on not knowing and then ask for some guidance. It's great. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh anyone else or we'll just call it the day. Yeah, there are no other hands at this time, Paul. I I just want to say, Hallie, we asked for your phone number in the chat. Oh, yeah, there's Giselle and everyone. So, yeah, there'll be uh, mm -hmm. the Calvary will be coming. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> this is very, Hallie, in a way, it's so archetypical. It's almost like a Shakespearean thing. Yeah. So there's a lot of juice in there. And that juice can go either way. It can be really, really fruitful or it could be something else. Yeah. Yeah. And it's amazing that this is coming up now because it's going to, it can be, yeah, there's a lot of gold in there. Yeah. Yeah. Very. This is what happens in life. The shit that you've been trying to conveniently avoid for years shows up and it's just love demanding itself from us really that's my how i feel it just knocks on the door you got to open it and then you face the situation and you learn you can finally live face it successfully by not drinking and using or blaming them or fucking you know tar and feathering their reputation it's just yeah it's amazing it's a very important uh yeah it's got a lot of potential in there so all right thank you so much for that and michael stacy as always are you going to be there today michael now remember next tuesday we're not having one of these it's only for one week we'll be off so tuesday wednesday thursday meetings next week are not going to be uh, on because i'm going to be driving or something at the time but i will definitely do saturday and I could do Wednesday night. So if you have nothing else to do Wednesday, I may be able to do it. But Tuesday, Thursdays, I'll be busy driving and shit, uh, talking, hopefully. All right. All right. So we got Michael. I'll see you later, Mike. Thank you for everything. Kathleen, fantastic. Very nice. Thank you, Paul. Very nice to you, too. Very rich little uh, hour and a half, whatever. John, Florida, nice to see you. Mickey, as always, we got Greg in Minneapolis, Joseph, Dennis, Walter. We got Tom now in Denver, Roman, Giselle, Mia, Kathy, Kurt Z, my main man down in Redondo, Al B, Vegas, Dana, uh, Danny, California, Jay, A. Mary B in Ireland, Alex, Jacob, I'll be coming there soon. We're going to have a talk. Yeah, we're going to be back east. So if you're in the east, we now have Thursday set up in Great Barrington. If it's not posted, we'll be posting it. So we got Monday, Doylestown, Tuesday, Hamilton, New Jersey, Wednesday, Hudson, to sit the town of Hudson in the Hudson Valley, New York, Thursday, Great Barrington, Massachusetts, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Dover, New Jersey. So, Oliver, nice to see you. 
Oh, Verena. Verena has resurfaced. Uh, she's, she's, she brought someone else up to the surface. There it is. Right. Nice to see you both. Uh, Brian. Nice. Verena. Yes. Nice to see you. I just remember. Uh, yeah. Nice to see you. Brian, Canada, BC, Kelly, Wisconsin. Uh, oh, we got Kimya. 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 Cassandra. Thank you, Cassandra. I got your message, Cassandra. Oliver, Kathy, you got her. Crispy. Annette Crispy, we're getting closer to uh, Boston, so you better come to Great Barrington. We got Zoe in Arkansas. Annette, Chris, I am hearing something. Christine and, and Kona. Uh, Maria, there she is. Jane G, Mill Valley. Nice to see you, Jane. Hey, thank you so much for the space. I'll see some of you today at uh, 4.30 Pacific time on the Zoom. And uh, yeah, I really appreciate everything. Thank you. Thanks, Paul. Yep. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Kathleen. Wonderful job, Thank you, Thank you Kurt. Thank you, Mickey. Thank you. Thanks, Kathleen. Thanks. Thank you, everyone. See ya. Michael. Nice. Thank you, Michael. Bye. Bye, right, John Boy. <laughs> Great job, Kathleen. Sorry about the bomber. I didn't catch Thank it. Thank you, time. Michael. You did. You caught it yeah. so fast. You did. Yeah. It was like miraculous laughing of it. Yeah, I found that you could um, delete their uh, their posts. So I asked Mickey oh. if I, it was deleted on her end, and she said yes. Yeah, so hopefully people didn't That's... get too. Upset. Yeah. <laughs> it's not yeah, very. That was just so stupid. It's not very intelligent. I mean, just. Hallie, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did you go? Oh, she left. Okay. When, when we were kids, we used to say, uh, well, let me put this on. Stop.